Hey, everybody. This episode of Mark Bell's Power Project Podcast is brought to you by Element Electrolytes. What's up, guys? So you know how here, you know, all of us love using these electrolytes. Pre-workout, intra-workout, post-workout, love. <laughs> love. Did I say love or love? love. Anyway, love. Anyway, um, you know. Mar- L-O-F-E. Love? Love. 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 Okay. Well, I love it. I'm going to start using that word now anyway. But what I was going to say was, uh, as far as performance, um, I used to think, because I used to do a lot. I used to play soccer. I did a lot of bodybuilding. I used to think that I had to eat a lot of carbohydrates pre-workout to be able to perform. 300, 400. And if I didn't have my carbs, I wouldn't be able to perform. But when I started, you know, doing keto, doing carnivore fasting, I noticed that one of the big key missing factors was adequate hydration and not just drinking a lot of water, but having adequate electrolytes. That's where Element comes in. If you actually use these electrolytes, you're going to notice a boost in performance, a boost in hydration. You're not going to be cramping. You're going to be feeling great during your workouts. They're just overall awesome. Overall awesome. And what's awesome about Element Electrolytes is they make things really, really easy for you. So you can do what we do, which is get the value bundle. That's essentially getting three boxes and they'll send you a fourth one for free. So you can try multiple flavors. Highly recommend orange uh, salt, uh, citrus salt. Actually, they they don't they don't make a bad one. Even their non-flavored one is delicious because it just I don't know. It's amazing, guys. Uh, but if you're not ready to full on commit to the value bundle, you can go ahead and take advantage of the Element Recharge Pack. What's that? That's an eight sample pack that they send you absolutely free. All you have to do is cover shipping. You can do so right now. You can go grab yours right now by heading over to drinklmnt.com slash power project. Again, it's absolutely free for the recharge pack or like I said, we like using the, the value bundle because that's literally the best value. Head there right now. What up, Power Project crew? This is Josh Settledge, a.k.a. Settlegate, here to introduce you to our next guest, Craig Golias. Craig Golias is a former competitive bodybuilder who has one of the craziest muscle-gaining transformations in the sport. Once a 150-pound teenager, after several years of training and pushing the limits on building muscle, Craig is now a six foot three, three hundred and sixty pound mountain of muscle. From two thousand seven to two thousand thirteen, Craig competed in many bodybuilding shows, winning or placing as runner up in many of the early shows of his career. As he made the run to earn his pro card, he realized the goals he had for his own physique did not match up with the look the judges had for a pro bodybuilder. And in twenty thirteen, Craig officially retired from competitive bodybuilding. He went on to pursue his own strength and physique goals of being as big and muscular as possible. He is currently an online coach who helps people around the world with their fat loss and muscle building goals. On a side note, in his younger years, Craig was also an aspiring metal artist looking to get signed to a metal band before he found bodybuilding. But that is a different story for a different time. Please enjoy this conversation with Craig Goliath. Are there other genetic freaks over there or not really? Um... I think you maybe mentioned one or two guys there. Uh, there's this big guy, Neho. Uh, he's like 6'6", six, six, cool 290. He's pretty strong. He used to do taekwondo, super flexible. Mm-hmm. There's this other blue belt now, Igor. He's also a Russian, very strong, yeah. very thick. Um, but he's good. Um, and there, there, there are a few other guys, but there, there's no guys that are like like built like mutants, Yeah, I'd say. But they're, there are a lot of guys that are like super flexible, really, really fucking good technique learn a lot from them it's so. interesting there's guys that are like just really really good because they've been working at it for a long time and they mm-hmm. kind of earned it and there's guys that have great genetics and then there's the guys with the combination where you're like oh shit mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. once those guys learn the right stuff then it's it's all over 
We see that with bodybuilding and powerlifting and stuff too. We see it with strongman where you get a good combination of somebody being six foot eight and, and so on and uh, having just a massive frame. And then they do a lot with it too. Bottoms up. Mm-hmm. Mind bullet down the old hatch. And uh, our guest today, uh, you know, he gets up to 360, 370. I don't know if he's ever been up over 400. But, Jesus Christ. Uh, you know, years ago in, in uh, bodybuilding, the mass monsters were real popular. There was, you know, Ronnie Coleman came through. But even before that, there was guys like Paul DeLette. And uh, I'm not sure if it's Greg Kovacs or Craig Kovacs. But he was a monster. I think he was like 400 pounds. He had kind of a belly. Like he kind of had a, you know, one of those kind of distended stomachs but uh he was absolutely massive yeah and i think andrew for today if you can bring up uh pictures or videos or something that would be really helpful to the people watching on youtube mm-hmm. yeah i wonder what it feels like to walk around with that much muscle like just just muscle like you, it probably doesn't feel heavy anymore i don't know what was it like at 3 30 walking around and just being living life it felt really good like being it did it felt really good like just being that being that strong you know, it, it felt, um, I didn't have the muscle mass that some of these guys got, but it, it felt pretty awesome to be strong. Now it, there was times where, you know, I guess like just getting around wasn't easy, you know, yeah. just walking around wasn't easy. You get like a back pump from walking down the street. You know, this is the one thing I'm curious about. I don't know what age I was when it went away and that before and after is insane. If you guys are listening on audio, we have a before and after our guest, Craig Glass. He looks like a cartoon uh, character. Um, but did you ever have to like put a uh, baby powder on your thighs? I remember when I was like younger and in high school, like in high school, I was chafing hard. So I used to have to put baby powder on the inside of my thighs so that they could just rub by each other. And I wore sports shorts, mm-hmm. but, um, nowadays it's, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe learned, my legs are smaller. I, don't know. I learned about like uh shit. What's that powder called? The talcum powder. Yeah. Talcum powder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that shit worked great. Because, yeah, your thighs start <laughs> start scraping together, especially like in your jeans or something or in certain clothes. It was yeah. super uncomfortable. Okay. It's like you're starting a fucking fire. Ha! You know, I, I discovered <laughs> Levi 541s because of this, because all the jeans that I literally had as a high school kid, every single pair would rip at my crotch. <laughs> so you'd have like a hole here on my right side, on my upper whatever, and the uh, hole on the left side because they'd always friction together. <laughs> Never had a pair of jeans that lasted more than three months because of that shit. I was so mad. It's like you need some sort of lubricant in there. Or yeah. <laughs> God. Believe I five for ones. They're uh, they're good for athletic. They got that legs. stretch. They got that yeah. stretch. Five oh ones or five four. The five four ones. I think the five oh ones too. Mm-hmm. I think they're stretchy. But now nowadays, all these companies are now making stretchy jeans. Yeah. Like yeah, so. they're kind of like Lulu Lemon jeans. <laughs> kind of yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah. added yeah that little extra material to make in them. In case you need to bust out into a split at any moment, they're <laughs> <laughs> ready to go. Hey, wasn't that the Wrangler commercial? It had like Chuck Norris doing a roundhouse kick. I, I think so. <laughs> yeah. Oh my camera! Oh just died. my gosh! But yeah, man, these are these are things that just like, mm. yeah, you know, I wonder what some of the struggles are for him. I mean, get on a, getting on a plane. I mean, I'm not sure. Getting in a car, maybe he has to have a big car. He has yeah. to have a big fucking car. Yeah, yeah, getting in and out of he must have a truck or something. Mm-hmm. And then uh, getting on a plane. I mean, he. I would imagine he's got to buy at least two seats. <laughs> he's got to buy the whole row. <laughs> It's in it the just, middle. <laughs> it just gets more expensive in terms of life being that yeah. big. All that food. Yeah. Say the food bill. Yeah. I wonder about his food, you know, cause we, we were just talking about it. Like, I wonder 
Because when you when you do take certain anabolics, you can get away with eating less and still maintain a lot of muscle. So you know, I wonder if he really does have to eat like what six thousand calories or something like that to maintain his size. But we'll see. These are all answers that mm-hmm. Craig is going to answer for us. Maybe twenty thousand calories. I was going to say, I'm like six thousand sounds too low for him. You think so? I, I, I mean, I, he's. Dude. Okay, but but picture this. Like he he's probably not running all day or That's on his true. feet all day. He's probably I don't know, maybe he is on his feet all day, but he's I'd assume lifting. he's like a session. Mm-hmm. Unless he does multiple sessions a day. But if you do a session He's one of those big motherfuckers that parks super close to the front entrance <laughs> of the gym. <laughs> He'll wait an hour, you know, just <laughs> just to sit there. Oh, it's like, man. hey, that one says reserved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm excited for this Pulls one. Mark man. Bell. <laughs> yeah, just just take taking his time. This dude oh, is a yeah. mutant of fucking mutants, man. Yeah. Like this is not normal. It's yeah, great. from hundred and fifty to like whatever the hell he is now. Yeah. You know, nearly nearly four hundred pounds. Whew. Wow. But yeah. It's interesting uh some of the stuff I've heard him say uh, uh in previous interviews. One interview he talked about getting big and getting in shape and he was like for what for a trophy he's like why would i do that he's like but for a viral youtube video he's like i'm down with that so i'm interested to kind of find out like what his what's your guys's perspective on that like is one more worth it than the other i don't know what the youtube views do for you uh unless unless you're a youtuber or unless you got merch to sell maybe it might do something Mm -hmm. no I, i i get where he's what he's saying because like you do a bodybuilding show. Like a lot of people, when they're about to do their first show, they're expecting that afterwards, if they're going to do well, they're like, oh yeah, opportunities are going to come, blah, 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 but not really. Like you'll do a show and then you'll go home the next day and life <laughs> no is- one, No one cares. No one really cares <laughs> at all. <laughs> but a viral YouTube video, man. First, you can make some cash off that YouTube video and then who knows? Oh, More yeah. viral YouTube videos. Hey, that's, that's where Justin Bieber came from, right? YouTube. There you go. He did? Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. He was just, uh, like, his mom recorded him doing, like, other people's songs, and then I don't remember who was like, hey, uh, let's go make... Usher. It was Usher. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure. Yes. But... And then, bam. It did it on accident, uh, but it, yeah, it, it, it still made... It was good. Ba-dum-tsh. Yeah. But yeah, if, if a video goes viral, like then that can be like recreated into something else. Kind of like how TikTok does like the um, duets and stitches. And stuff. Yeah. And then now remixes on Instagram, IG reels. It's yeah. hard to keep up, man. Yeah, it is hard to keep up. But uh, yeah, this is going to be it's gonna be really cool. I wonder, though, like what his training is like, because, you know, when you get that big, do you still train with a lot of training volume? I mean, you usually find that like when you get bigger you do ideally to progress. You want more training volume, but you also fatigue, not fatigue, but you, mm-hmm. you need more time to recover because yeah. there's so much muscle working. So with that much muscle that's working, like I wonder what type, because he, he can't just, maybe he's doing a normal split, but I'd assume it's different. It must be easy for him to lose weight too, right? Mm, <laughs> being a former 150 guy. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And then plus maybe just like cut back on a meal or two. And yeah. I'd imagine he'd just start getting super lean with all that muscle mass. Yeah. I wonder like, does he have to, have pedal to the floor to be this size like or at some point did it just like his body self-regulate and now he's become like 300 pounds is like okay that's cruising (laughs) it'd be interesting because you see thor Mm -hmm. like you see how thor looks now like he looks shredded healthy shredded (laughs) he looks like just this fucking athletic crazy thing you know like craig seems like he has kind of very similar build Mm -hmm. if he lost a few pounds he looked probably just like thor damn yeah and he's kind of known for even having a small waist even with how big he is Mm -hmm. which is 
<laughs> makes it even more crazy. I also wonder how strong he is. I mean, there's no way that he'd be weak. Oh, hell Like, no. it's just impossible, I think, to have that much weight on you and to be that large. Um, I think it requires, you know, strength, strength training to some degree. I, I'd be curious to uh, kind of find out what kind of weights, what kind of weights he's throwing around. Yeah. Um, Craig got, you know, pretty famous for just doing that, that pose, you know, sticking that elbow out and <laughs> leaning the head back. And everyone's confused. They're like, does this guy have a tiny head? Or does he have huge- I really be feeling like he edits his head, bro. Like, I really think he <laughs> like, like shrunk like, makes his head a little bit smaller just to exaggerate things. Because this is unreal. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm trying to find one where he, like, really I think he, I think he loves it. I think he loves the uh, the attention and stuff like that. He has the symmetry, too. It's like, what? Mm-hmm. His, his waist is very small. His shoulders are super wide. Mark, what the fuck? <laughs> wow. <laughs> His chest is the side. His his pec is bigger than his head, like substantially <laughs> bigger than. Andrew, are you seeing this, bro? You got to pull up this oh. picture, this one. Okay, you know it's amazing because like everyone has a goal to go to the. Not everyone, but a lot of people have a goal to go to the gym. Obviously, people want to be fit. They want to like lose weight. But a lot of men, a lot of guys are like, I would like to get big. I'd like to get bigger. I'd like to have even someone who's uh, overweight might say i would like to have bigger more de- defined more developed <laughs> chest shoulders arms that's a ridiculous picture it's, yeah that does look oh at that trap God, dude look at that trap that son. trap really like goes up to his beard <laughs> it's like someone drew a cartoon i was going to say it looks like somebody drew like an impossible just like no like you got to make that more realistic he he didn't it's not like he wanted to be bigger he wanted to be the biggest well you know and everyone wants to get they want to get big but then when someone sees someone that big they're like no 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 no, not like that i didn't mean that big but what does it even take to become this big look at him next to tony huge (laughs) tony huge look tiny tony huge can't even get on the screen barely poor tony we're sorry tony we love you buddy (laughs) At least he tried. Dude. Mm-hmm. That's insane. And yes, his real name is Craig Goliath. <laughs> Sounds like Goliath. Mm-hmm. He just happened to live up to the name. I saw there, there. He's pretty damn lean. He's got veins in his in his arms and shit. <laughs> is he doing walking on the treadmill? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you guys uh, want if you guys want like solid entertainment, just follow him just on go Instagram. Follow Craig Goliath right now. It's great. Yeah, he's goofy. That. He's what goofy. He likes that? to mess around a lot. There's, uh, there's a lot of pranks. He's got to have like some freaking custom shirts though, because there's no, <laughs> there's no like XXL T-shirt that can mm-hmm. fit that body. Right? Yeah, it's like yeah. He said he's a five X. He's a yeah. I'm not surprised. Five XL. What the fuck? <laughs> I wonder like it sounds funny to even ask but I wonder if it was hard for him to get big like if, if his body was stubborn at first at all or if he just like boom he just started you know you, sometimes you hear these stories where someone's like 150 and then they start lifting and they're like oh I lifted over the summer, summer and gained 35 pounds and you're like uh that doesn't sound all that normal that <laughs> sounds like that. that sounds pretty wild and I know a lot of people are going to point you know when they hear this episode just going to think steroids the whole time and obviously, he uses performing performance enhancing drugs. I'm sure he uses growth hormone, insulin. I don't want to speak for him, but uh, just from my knowledge, I, I would just assume that he does everything that a pro bodybuilder does. 
uh, and then some. It, but he is the only guy that looks that way. He reminds so that's me to think about of this guy. Is that the Joker? No, no, no. You this is from uh, a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. <gasps> oh yeah, when the bad guy takes all of uh, whatever the other character's name mm. is. That yeah, guy takes Jekyll. all his juice. Yeah, Topple yeah. over. Yeah. Because like if if you pull up the the normal guy, it's like oh wait, Craig's actually bigger than him. <laughs> he's kind of uh, oh, yeah, I remember this. He's kind of Bane like. Yeah. He is. Yeah. He is. Or uh, Bane and Hulk because he would take something and then turn into this guy, but then like he'd always like be fighting his like inner big old guy. Mm-hmm. It's a good movie. I, I wish uh, people like this, these outliers like this, would be studied. I think it. I think it would help. I think it would be, be great, great to like learn. Like, what the hell is this guy's muscles doing, you know, and how is it responding to some of the stuff he takes? I think there's a lot of a lot of good information tangled in there somewhere. Yeah, it, it is really interesting because it, it, it's, it reminds me of Phil Heath. Because you look at Phil Heath mm-hmm. when he played basketball, he was a pretty built basketball player, right? But you never expect that whatever it is that he did would allow him even, like, even yeah, he took stuff. But you wouldn't think that he would end up looking like Phil Heath with as bubbly and as 3D as his muscles are. Some people just have crazy receptors for yeah. that shit. Phil Heath would look insane. I mean, still looks insane. But mm-hmm. when he would, I remember like at some of the Olympias when he would, when he would flex and had kind of, kind of their, their pose down, he would just like flex a little extra and shit would pop out of him that no one else had. And it was like, oh, game over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no one can beat that. Mm-hmm. No one even knows what those muscles are. No one's ever seen those before. So therefore, he's the winner. <laughs> Is that a new muscle? <laughs> yeah, right. People Jesus. are people freaked out. I wonder if Craig has big calves. That's that's my number <laughs> yes, one question. Yes, that's what we got to get through first. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, because you know sometimes you see those big guys and they look like they're going to fall over. They don't. <laughs> they don't have much legs going on. <laughs> I'm not even gonna not even gonna say what I was thinking next. Uh-oh. So well, I mean, th- this is him at 23. Yeah, I saw that. Like he's. Right, a monster. He's a monster, but he's not the monster yet. Correct. Yeah, now, when he, now he's the monster. Yeah, and when he talks about himself at that age, he's like, "I was such a pussy." <laughs> <laughs> he keeps calling himself a stripper. He's like, "Back when I looked like a stripper, I'm like, you looked like a bodybuilder back then." Ah, uh, Magic Mike shit, huh? Maybe mm-hmm. he was a stripper. Maybe he was. Oh, maybe he was. Hey, now. Hey, strippers make good money. Respect the game. Whatever you got to do to get by, they yeah. work hard. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's be subjugated to other people's BS. What you guys doing with your training lately? Anything different? Anything different? Um, honestly, well, I nothing. know you've implemented a lot of the knees over toes stuff. How's that been going? My knees are feeling juicy. Yeah, my knees are feeling great, feeling yeah. explosive, and no pain. Everything's good. My mobility and flexibility is feeling fucking awesome. Loving it. My nice. body feels great. Nice. I've been mixing up a little bit more full body workouts and that's been feeling really good. I had some of Doug stuff too. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 The, uh, Doug Brignoli mm-hmm. podcast. That was, uh, an eye opener and there, he implemented a lot of, or gave us a lot of great things to implement. I've been doing something similar with some of those exercises. That's mm-hmm. been feeling really good. My body in general is just feeling really good. Yeah. I've been getting a little bit better sleep. Um, I, I've been running a little bit more often and, I did have a little hiccup with my knee bugging me for a little bit, mm. but I think it was, might've just been my shoes or I might've slightly hyperextended my knee a, a bit, just, uh, not used to running. So, yeah, yeah. you know, there's going to be some hiccups here and there, but I feel good now. So 
we'll keep it going. How about the, uh, the stubborn fat that you have in like your, your lower area? Have you seen that starting to continue to go yeah, down? Yeah. 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 I've seen that, uh, go down quite a bit. I've been measuring my waist. I do it about every other week. I weigh myself, uh, I weigh myself pretty much every day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm trying just to take my time. I'm trying to like toggle my weight down. So like I'll, I'll let myself be around 235, 238 or so, and then I'll get down to like 231, 229, mm-hmm. and I'll kind of keep lowering the, that bracket downward because I don't want to try to, I don't have any reason to do it uh, in any particular amount of time. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to make it more of a permanent change, you know, rather than just like, oh, I want to lose 10 pounds by like the 4th of July <laughs> or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Because yeah. that way, if I was to do that, I, not that I would automatically gain the weight back. It's just uh, less sustainable sometimes mm-hmm. when you try to lose 10 or 20 pounds by a certain time. Uh, I think that can sometimes leave you with a scenario where you're like, and then what, what do I do now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you feel, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just saying, do you feel that you're eating much less food right now or not? Nah? You don't really feel like you're dieting, right? No, I don't. I don't feel like I'm dieting. I, actually, the one thing that the one uh, problem that I have here and there is when, on days that I don't fast, I just want to eat the whole day. So, <laughs> so I need to like, just kind of, uh, just chill out on that and eat a little bit more reasonable or more normal. Uh, but other than that, it's been going really good. I'll, I'll fast maybe three or four days out of the week and, uh, not, not the whole day, just, mm-hmm. uh, 16 hours, 20 hours, somewhere in that, uh, range. And yeah, it's been feeling really good. You know, it's crazy. I don't know if you feel that if you're, you're in the same boat, but I've really been finding that, um, nowadays, I like I when I eat I still can eat a lot but um I don't feel the need like I don't almost don't really ever feel the need to eat like I have to eat right, right? even if I'm hungry um it's not like it used to be like I really have to like make myself eat nowadays which is weird mm-hmm. like it's re- but but it, it's it's good because it allows me not to like overeat but at the same time I'm just like whoa I've never felt like this before. Do, do you find the same thing or do you still? That happens to me uh, when I get in a good uh, rhythm with fasting. You know, if I'm, if I'm fast, like even when I wake up on a day where I'm, I'm not set to fast, I'll, I'll kind of just be like, I don't really feel like eating, mm-hmm. <laughs> but then I'm like, ah, well just eat because here's what we're trying to do, you know? So I'll, I'll eat and I do kind of feel what you're saying. Um, but it feels like the more that I fast, the more that I want to fast. So the yeah. more that uh, that's implemented, uh, which sounds weird and sounds crazy. And uh, our uh, guest today would kill us if he, he would heard us talking about fasting. So let's not mention any of this to him. He, he can kill us, by the way. He'll be thoroughly embarrassed by it, I think. But yeah, I, I get what you're saying. It seems like the more that you fast, the more that the more into it you get. And yeah. I found that with my diet in general. The more, the, the deeper the dive into it and the more you abstain away from uh eating uh, uh cheat meals and different things like that it seems like you get locked in after a while i think that people yeah there you go mike and Seema. i think that people that were or are voracious eaters that can put down a lot of food maybe those are the people that fasting would be more effective for in the long term because people that have a hard time eating food like andrew mm-hmm. like you mentioned like you have a like you, you didn't used to have the biggest appetite. No, I didn't have an appetite period. Like exactly. It just didn't exist. So it, it would be maybe not as necessary for someone who already finds that they don't have an appetite to start really implementing some fasting. Right. right? Mm-hmm. But people like us, oh fuck, I can eat. You've seen it. And I can, I've seen you eat. Like maybe it'd be, maybe it'd be <laughs> stronger for them. 
Yeah, I, I agree. I've said that in the past too. But and then like for me personally, it was because I would just eat stuff all day. Like I would have like Doritos or something and be like, yeah, yeah I don't want to eat. <laughs> and it's like now it makes sense that I understand that. But no, I, I totally agree. So like with my diet right now, um I I I feel like I'm in a deficit, but just like a slight one. And I'm not trying to like do a, a drastic cut or anything, just trying to feel good, look good. And yeah, like I can notice that when like my calories are like at about, about seven, like almost 1800. Yeah. Like if I keep them there for like three days straight, like by the fourth day, I'm like, oh, I'm kind of hungry, mm-hmm. you know? And like, I can, like, I notice that now. Yeah. So like today I'll probably eat closer to like 2000 calories, but yeah, no, uh, fasting absolutely makes you like, hmm, like, yeah, let, let's go to town on this food right now. Mm-hmm. And it can go over the top if it's not a good food, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it will at least get you kind of fired up to eat a healthier, you know, plate. Because at that point, you're just like, I don't care what it is. Like, I, I just want to eat. All right. I'm going to rub your ego real quick, Andrew, just hey. because I was thinking about this in the break room. No, I was thinking about this in the break room. I hope our guest doesn't come on just yet. But yet. like when I look at you. Oh, fuck that was short like yeah that was quite short um like <laughs> it surprised turned me on. Um, <laughs> a little bit when i saw you in Stimulated. that sling <laughs> when i saw you in that singlet yesterday oh, <laughs> no i noticed like your upper back and like mm. your chest and your arms I, I even told you about your arms the other day when you were just sitting down in the shirt like mm-hmm. fuck both your arms are looking really big it's funny <laughs> just because like i remember you years ago but it's like i forgot what you looked like maybe a year or six months ago, because I know right now you look substantially better than that. Mm-hmm. So just like, just kind of seeing how fucking big you are and just kind of how kind of jacked you are. <laughs> it's, it's shocking because nice. I, I, I like, I don't really remember what you looked like before. Mm-hmm. And was like, fuck, wait, this is Andrew. Shit. This is kind of crazy. This happened super quick, even though it didn't happen super quick. It took yeah. time, but it's a, it's, it's fucking impressive, man. It's definitely you. noticeable. Yeah. And it's also, I, I think what's interesting about it is it's not like a 20 pound. It's not like you gained 20 pounds. I think maybe you gained five or 10 or something, but yeah. it's been over a year and a half or so. Yeah. It's um, recomposition. Yeah. Since coming off of everything and then kind of spending almost all of last year, f- fairly lightweight, like around like 170, 175. And then, you know, this year, just getting my ass to the gym no matter what, and then training, and then the diet's been, like, I don't feel like I'm, like, restricting anything, mm-hmm. although, like, I, I'm not really having sweets or anything. I'm having eat-right foods now, so, like, yeah. everything is, like, on point. And, yeah, like, I, I know, um, you know, Mark, like you say, like, just choose the right foods and don't worry about tracking and mm-hmm. stuff, but, I like, for me, still learning, I will kind of keep an eye on where things are. And getting enough fat in has been like, you know, it's, it's a, it's a daily struggle thing. Cause it's like, Oh, I could eat, you know, all this, or I could have four eggs, which is, you know, the, yeah. the right answer because of the, the fat content. But yeah, no, just learning my body, learning, um, and, and learning by, by like not trial and error, but like learning by like actually looking at the numbers so I can kind of be uh, analytical about it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, what Mark had said that like I had never heard before, but you know, like if you want to weigh 180 pounds, eat about, you know, 1800 calories. I'm like, Oh, okay. So that's a good place to start. Yeah. yeah, Right. Yeah. And so I know that if I look at my daily intake and it's at like 2200, like there's a good chance I'll probably wake up a little bit heavier tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Or if I do that for a couple of days in a row, it's like, I'm going to probably get a little bit up there when I want to stay, you know, uh, between 180 and 185. 
and this morning I woke up at like 184. Um, so we'll see. Bro, you know, did you ever happens. think you'd be 185 pounds and jacked? Think about well, that. No, no. <laughs> I mean, I, everyone's their biggest critic. So like, I'm, I'm not, I don't think that I am jacked. Uh, you're jacked. Yet. Uh, but no, I, no, not, nope, nope. Never. Yeah. Not, like you walk ever. out in a t-shirt, people know you lift. That's the thing. It's like, it's yeah, not that a was, question about that. <laughs> that was always the goal too. Like mm-hmm. I'd go to the gym and be like, I just want to look like I actually showed up here once or twice in my life. And then, yeah. So that, and it's just, I, I don't know. Like I, I feel like if I, cause it was funny. Cause like some pictures came up on Stephanie's phone that she would like screenshot or whatever from yeah. like two years ago or whatever. You know, so deep in Sarmageddon, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Fuck!" I was jacked, and like my shoulders and my arms were like really big, but like I don't know, like I didn't look as good as I do now. Yeah, you know, like I yeah. was kind of like puffy and big, so I guess that was like my first bulk, we'll call it. But now I, I feel so much better. I think yeah. when you're consistent, that you just end up, you know, not you personally, but everybody. Uh, mm-hmm. When you're consistent with your nutrition and your training, you just get leaner. Yeah, you just flat out get leaner, especially like. Like the crazy thing about Encima is he'll, you'll get leaner. Like you're going to get like the next three to five years, you're going to get leaner. Yeah. There might be a point where at some age you maybe lose five pounds or something like that. But like for the most it's part, the blue. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, not, not necessarily out of the blue. It's but just, like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just maybe not as easy to hold on to the muscle mass or something like mm-hmm. that. But for the most part, um, that's what I've seen from most people that are in fitness, most people that are training. Obviously, you have to be paying attention to your nutrition. I'm not saying that you get to have a free ride just as, you, you know, the op- actual opposite usually happens with a lot of people. As they get older, they usually get fatter. Mm-hmm. But with training and with nutrition, I think you have a good opportunity. You're, there's something about the tissue. There's something about the muscle. It's not like we're gaining like pounds of muscle, but we are kind of transforming the body and uh, maybe making the tissues uh like somehow more noticeable, like this making the skin thinner or something like that as a bodybuilder might say. Yeah. Like, like that's, that's the thing. We, we talked about this before. Like whenever, when I'd look at like older bodybuilders and when I'd step on stage and I'd see some of the guys in their thirties and their 35, 40, uh, I was just like, wait, how the, why do they look like that? Like I, my body fat is like them, but I don't look as dry and I don't have that look. That shit really just does come with age and continuous training. It doesn't matter how big you are when you're younger. If you, if you haven't done that, if you haven't trained for a long enough time, you won't, you won't have that look, you know? I've even seen some guys get on stage that are really young and they have a total baby face, but then their body is shredded and you're like, how is that possible? But you're like, okay, the guy's 16. So he's got like, you know, a little bit of chubby cheeks, mm-hmm. but everything, everything else is shredded. You're like, holy shit. Yeah. But yeah, you get leaner over time, uh, you know, sticking with it. And I think that's been the greatest asset for you, Andrew, has been just the consistency. Mm-hmm. You know, you've been on top of the, you've been training uh, multiple times a week, every single mm-hmm. week for, I don't know, the last eight months. Yeah. And a highlight, dude, like, I don't, from what I can tell from seeing you all the time, you know, you didn't do a crazy bulk, right? Like you never got, you never got sloppy. Maybe in mm-hmm. your eyes, you think you were sloppy, but you never got sloppy. Like some individuals when they're like, I'm a bulk, 4K oh, calories, yeah, yeah, yeah. gain 30, 40 pounds on my cut. You never looked sloppy. You always stayed within a nice range where you looked decent. Mm-hmm. But like I think Stan Stan says, owning that weight, you spent time at each like 170, 175, 180. You thought you've spent time owning that weight. Never went too too fast up or too fast down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. no, I, it's funny because like th- look, like if you were to ask me, I'd be like, oh yeah, I've never actually like been able to like maintain weight 
But when you put it that way, like, yeah, when I first started, I was like 160. And then yeah. one day I was 165. And then last year was like, oh, I'm, I wake up every day at, at least 170. And so now I'm trying to own that 180. And it's taken me, you know, all year. But yeah, yeah no, it's, um, it, it's crazy. Like, I, I wouldn't have thought that I would be here, like, ever. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so. It's really motivating, right? Like, when you, like, um, as opposed to a couple months back when you wake up, like you're pretty fired up probably you're mm-hmm. like you know there might still be that side of you saying hey just sit here and snuggle up next to the wifey and grab her butt but yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like uh, <laughs> he, get, he just went into a trance for a second he's like, uh-huh. mm-hmm. uh, oh, but you you get excited about the results that you're getting and it helps you get momentum and you're like ah, oh, you know what i do need to go to the fucking gym i'm just gonna go do it keep yeah. that momentum keep that momentum uh cranking yeah, i was gonna say earlier about um i forgot to mention this about about fasting it's just something simple i always think it's good when you think about your training or your nutrition it's like what's reasonable you know like what's 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 some reasonable stuff for you to implement what's reasonable things for you to do um i was talking with somebody a few days ago and they were talking about how they uh have like this system thing and i was just thinking like oh man like they it's a blender type thing um, I think it's just like a shake or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe it's a small meal, but they, you know, uh, just have these just really, really low calories for a certain amount of days and they're able to lose 20 pounds. But I'm just thinking like intermittent fasting would be a lot more comfortable than doing that. Like than you know, having this little shake, you know, while you're eating with your friends or whatever. Holy uh, shit. Don't, don't say the fasting. <laughs> hey now. Hello. What's up? Yo. What up? <laughs> <laughs> Taking up the entire screen today, Craig. Thank you very much for coming on our show. That's always the goal. All right. First question out of the gate. We, we want to learn, you know, how, how this monster came to be. So we'll get into the superhero story in a little bit. Uh, but I have a strength background. And so the question is, how much you bench? Um, I've never gone over. Uh, I've never attempted anything over five plates, to be honest with you. That was the highest I've ever went. Um, squats, six plates. Um, I've never done anything like super crazy. Right. And then I, I have, I have heard that you, uh, were, were handling some pretty damn good weight on the incline. Or, oh yeah. Dr. Huge said that, right? Yeah. yeah. Dr. Huge. Yeah. I don't know, man. Sometimes bro, when, you know, when you're in the moment and you're just really happy and the energy's there and you have a bunch of friends around you, motivating you. Um, you just lift heavy ass shit. It was just one of those days. I think I did five plates and I was just repping it like forever. Um, I mean, yeah, I was just like, the energy was there, you know, I was around good people felt great. The pre must've kicked in awesome, but yeah, it was, it was like, he was in disbelief. He's like, I didn't know you were that strong. I'm like, I didn't either. <laughs> you know? It was just one of those moments, but yeah, dude, um, I think we have it on video somewhere, but yeah, it was like five plates. I just probably crushed it like 20 times. Jesus. Um, <laughs> yeah. So like, what's your training philosophy as far as, um, cause yeah, you don't go heavy often. Right. But, um, like, do you like sticking to higher reps generally? And also I'm curious with how big you are, do you hit each muscle group multiple times a week or once a week? Once everything's once a week, once a week. Yeah. Um, I'm going through an injury right now. Um, it's, I'm nine months in. I don't know if you have guys ever heard of nerve damage. Um, I got it from, uh, I was shrugging like five plates and I pulled something in my upper back and, uh, 
it travels in my right arm. So my right arm has nerve damage in it. So I'm trying to bring it back to life, you know, with um, physical therapy and, um, um, you know, <clears throat> um, what do you call them? Uh, peptides, sorry. And, you know, um, all that stuff, you know, nightly exercises with the, um, with the band. So I'm trying to get that back going. I'm about 50% better, but it's taken forever, you know, so that's, I haven't been able to train like super heavy um, besides legs in nine months, you know, you, you utilize a lot of uh, repetitions in your training. Um, no, eight to 12, as heavy as I can go. Usually keeping it pretty simple. Yeah. You do a lot of sets. Yeah. Yeah. I would say pretty much, you know, for chest, I'll do like five chest workouts, triceps, four biceps, three forearms, one back, like six workouts. Cause you know, you got to have that big back. So you got to go hard on that back. The back's like one of your bigger body parts. So, you know, um, I'm a true believer and, you know, just <clears throat> crushing back, man, because I mean, you have a big back, big shoulders. That's what makes you look real. Like, you know, when you get like that width check, mm. you know, like look real big, you know, that's why I've always aimed for. So the back and shoulders, I go pretty hard on the most. When you started, I think I've heard that you were about 150 pounds. Um, did you gain weight really quick or is that kind of a hard thing for you to gain weight in the beginning? Oh, it, it was happening so quick. Um, I, I remember I, I saw all these pros drinking carb tech and muscle tech, <laughs> cell tech, whatever the hell, cell tech. Stuff. <laughs> that cell and tech. I'm just, I gotta, I gotta get this shit. <laughs> I didn't know what the hell I was doing, you know? So I remember spending like half my paycheck on that shit and it didn't help, you know, because I really wasn't eating a lot. So, but yeah, man, I uh, went from 150 pounds to 250 pounds natural. So I put on a hundred pounds without gear. Um, and How that was about that two. So two and a half years. Yeah, I put a hundred pounds on natural. How'd you do that? A lot, just tons of food and lots of training. A lot of junk food and a lot of a lot of pussy. Tra- it was genetic, man. Um, there's nothing. There was nothing really crazy behind it. I wasn't lifting super heavy. I didn't know what I was doing. I lived in Cleveland, Ohio. No one around me was a bodybuilder. I didn't. I didn't get like any help. I just kept on eating like as much as I could. So like, I'd wake up. <clears throat> I'd go to uh, Burger King, I'd get like two Whoppers and a Monster Energy drink, I'd go work out, and then I'd go eat Chinese food after, yeah. usually, and I'd have like a couple protein shakes after that. That was like my diet, but I was still blowing up off it and getting more, and I was honestly getting more shredded and more shredded. I wasn't getting any fatter. It was fucking crazy. I didn't know what I was doing. None of my friends were body, but I was a metalhead, you know? Like, all my friends were like in metal bands, so I didn't have anyone, you know, kind of um, clue me in and everyone in the gym wasn't really that big either they were kind of just like you know normal people i think you need to write a nutrition book <laughs> honestly <laughs> yeah. did you play sports as a kid or not no i was in metal bands i, was a, metal I was a metalhead oh. what about like um any anybody else in your family eat a fuck ton of food and they still somehow managed to just like gain muscle instead of uh just you know kind of bloating um no not at all my mom was a toothpick and my dad was kind of fat so I don't know where the genetics came from, to be honest with you. Wow. The blend of the two. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so what, what I want to know is, okay, so you were obviously eating a lot of food then for, for the, for the, what we got in front of us right now, how much do you have to eat? Like what, what do you think, how many calories do you think you have to intake a day to maintain all that muscle? So are we talking right now as I'm injured? Uh, no, nah, no, nah, nah. when you're, when you're at like your, your, your peak 
your 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 true form yeah uh so when i'm trying to grow you know four to five meals a day two shakes um nothing too crazy i try to keep it super clean um if i'm really trying to grow and like hit a crazy number like before corona i was at my all-time biggest i was about 316 had abs and that was my all-time biggest um and uh i was gonna go for 375 the next time you know and and you know like keep it tight you know i don't get too fat and um that's when i had my injury and i still have it to this day nine months later so i haven't really got the chance to you know go hard again but when i'm when i'm really trying to grow you know it's just honestly i just up the carbs i don't do a lot of protein i'm not a big believer in high protein unless like you're really trying to you know do a show or get really shredded but when you're trying to grow, I'm a bigger believer in carbohydrates. So I just up my carbs. I don't even up the protein. I get 200 to 250 grams of protein a day mm. um, when, I'm, when I'm trying to get really big. I don't do no three, 400 grams of protein. I have friends eating four, 500 grams of protein a day. I'm like, why? Why are you doing that? You're trying to get big. They're like, it's what you do. I'm like, it's not what you do. I, did I do it? Look how big I got. You know? <laughs> oh. I think you have an interesting point there because protein is satiating and it makes it difficult to eat. So it might block you from eating enough calories to be as big as you need to be. Absolutely. How do you eat nowadays? Like, do you eat, do you have some junk food in your diet here and there? Or do you eat pretty clean? <clears throat> um, right now, like I said, I'm just trying to maintain, I'm in the three forties. I went on vacation and almost said three fifty, but like I said, that's nothing to brag about. Um, it was just bloated crappy food, but, like right now, I'm just trying to maintain as much as I can till I'm 100% back at it. I could get back to the gym and go nuts again and, you know, go monster mode again. But right now, just trying to maintain four meals a day, one shake, um, carbolin or carb tech after I train. And um, that's about it, man. The gear is very low, just a little test. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, that's it right now, man. Just trying to maintain. I'm really happy where I'm at right now um, in my off time. You know, I'm, I, Usually I drop dramatically when I lower my sups or I stop eating as much food. So right now, I don't know if it's what it is, if it's muscle maturity or that I'm getting older, but I'm kind of like, wow, I can't believe I'm staying this heavy with so little, so little food, so little training, um, so little gear. It's just fucking crazy to me. I love hearing people say that. I'm barely on anything, bro. <laughs> Wait till I get on some shit. You guys are going to be blown away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's a little bit of test? <laughs> All right, right now, just two cc's a test. That's it. 400 milligrams. Okay. Drop uh, it. I think it's like- yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious about this, man, because a lot of people, they'll, they'll get on. Maybe they're 6'3", but they're not going to get close to, you know, that, to what you, like, how big and how much muscle you put on. So how, how was it difficult? Like, I mean, I know you said, like, you know, you, you kept getting bigger, but, like, what did it take? You know what I mean? Because, like, everything, like, you... Like we look at your pictures on IG and it looks like you Photoshop your head to look smaller <laughs> because your muscles are so huge. Right. So what, what do what are you doing differently than what maybe you see other guys are doing that are like, Oh, I can't get that big. Um, I, I have a little bigger accent than me. I'm not going to lie. I, I like to try to look as big as possible pictures sometimes. So the head thing is honestly, just kind of like put my head back a little bit. Cause I have a big upper. So I can hide my head in it and make, it makes you look way bigger than what you are. Yeah. So when my chest shelf is like, when I'm at it, you know, it sticks out. You can see my pictures, my upper chest, like it's like out to here. So I can just put my head behind it <laughs> and it makes you look way freakier than what you really are. You know, I'm just being real. I'm not even, I'm not trying to sit here and say, oh yeah, I have a little head because I'm so big. You know, it's honestly, it's, it's kind of 
kind of like trick photography, as crazy as it sounds. Um, you know, just like I said, like get a good chest pump, put your head back a little bit, and then bam, all of a sudden your shoulders look ginormous, your chest, like you look, your head gets all small. It's fucking crazy. You know, I should do a book on this shit, how to look bigger in pictures in real life. You make some money off of that, man. I think you make, yeah, Craig Goliath's uh, uh, filter that makes people look that way. <laughs> yeah. How did you learn about bodybuilding? Did did somebody uh, did you run into somebody after you moved from Ohio to maybe California or something like that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I'll tell you my story. Um, how did I get into bodybuilding? So I was on MySpace and I posted these pictures of me all natural, um, flexing in the shower, and it got a lot of attention on social media. And everyone's like, "Who the hell is this guy?" I, kind of like a Greg Plitt look, I would uh, say. Um, you know, shredded abs, good biceps, but not big. Um. <clears throat> And everyone was like, you know, who is this guy? Where did he come from? So Irv Gelb, he's a famous photographer um, and, and Gold's Venice. He, he's tried contacting me like three times on MySpace with no pictures. Um, looked fake as hell. And he's like, I want to bring you to Cali. I want to shoot you for a cover of a magazine. I'm just, de- I'm just de- denying this shit. I'm like, I'm a nobody. Why would you bring me to California for a cover? You know, like back then there was no you know, real social media like Instagram. So getting a front cover was like, you were, that was the thing. So I was like, what, what are you talking about? You know, so I ignored it. After three times, he contacted me again. He's like, listen, um, <clears throat> check out my portfolio. I'll see in Ronnie Coleman. I'll see in Triple H. I'm like, what the hell is this? You know what I mean? Like, what do you want with me? And, um, you know, he said, contact this guy, Ed Connors. He helps out bodybuilders, bring them to Cali. So I called him and he's like, you have a great look. Would you like to come to Cali if I put you in a house? And I was like, I'll think about it because I don't know you. It's kind of weird, <laughs> you know? And then I like, went through this crazy breakup, um, you know, and uh, I was living in a hotel at the time. And I'm sitting in the hotel and I'm watching Pumping Iron and I'm like, maybe if Arnold was brought to Cali, Craig can be brought to Cali. You know I mean? Like, let's, let's see what I can do. You know, there's nothing here for me anymore. I don't got this chick. Um, I, I don't even have a real home. So let's do this. So I fucking packed my bags and left two weeks later, moved to Cali. Um, I was there by myself in this house for a month, and then he moved in two more bodybuilders, actually, that, could, that competed. I never competed. I was just trying to get big. So they moved in, and they started getting in shape, and I'm seeing this with my own two eyes, and they're just getting better and better and better. And I'm getting fatter and fatter and fatter because I'm trying to keep up with them. I'm natural, you know. And, um, <clears throat> you know, then I started taking it really serious. I did my first cycle, and I blew up to, like, 285. And I'm just walking around big as shit. Everyone's like, do you compete? Do you compete? I'm like, no, no. They're like, why don't you compete? You look like a pro bodybuilder. I'm like, okay. So I did a show. Um, I won the show. I won my class, you know, um, and then uh, it was like novice something, nothing crazy. Novice, super heavy. And then um, I was like, wow, you know what I mean? Maybe I should do this bodybuilding stuff. And then I kept doing it for a while. Man. I did like nine shows total. I did the USAs a few times. I just never took it a hundred percent serious. You know, um, I never gave it my all. I kind of, you know, felt like it was just not my thing. You know, I just, I love the bodybuilding part of the off season. It just was the dieting and getting shredded that I never took a hundred percent serious, you know? So, um, 2013 was my last show. I did the LA. I went against Breon for the overall and Matt Porter, um, mm-hmm. Breon won. And that was my last show. I was going to go do the USA's. And I was like, for what? To fucking get 12th, 15th again, I'm good, you know? So I just, that's when I stopped. And then I started a supplement company right there and then for a couple of years. 
you'd kind of rather be big for social media rather than being big for the stage. Is that kind of it? Yeah, absolutely, man. I, I do. I do really good right now. Just being big, you know, with, with all my online coaching, um, you know, helping Dr. Huge out right now. Um, and also, you know, I have clothing lines. So, you know, I do good that stuff. It's being big, you know, you know, I'm curious about this. I don't, I don't know if you mentioned the bigorexia thing earlier as a joke, but you know, when you see people that let's say they get really big or they're doing a transformation for you, what, what other than social media, if that is a big reason, what is the reasons that you want to be so big? Because there's like big, then there's you, right? Hmm. So why, what, what does it do for you personally? Generation Iron kind of fucked me on this. Hmm. Um, so 2016, I was fine with just being like a gym rat at 320, lean, you know, not really taking a lot of shit, just enjoying life, you know, having fun. And then I'm in the gym training legs one day. And um, my phone starts blowing up. And they're like, Craig, 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 Generation Iron just claimed you the biggest freak in bodybuilding ever. And I'm like, yeah, right. You know, and I looked and, you know, there was Rich Piana on there. There was like Marcus Rule. I don't know, Morgan. There's like a lot of big dudes. And I'm like, wait, I'm number one? What the fuck? You know, I'm not even trying to be a monster, you know? Like, and I was mind blown. And it, but it kind of like fucked me up because I'm like, well, you know, they think this is the freakiest. Like, let's put some effort in. Let's like, let's actually get fucking huge, you know? Like, I, this ain't shit, you know? So that's when I was like, let's, let's, let's hit like 350 or 360. Let's go nuts. Let's, let's put, let's actually put in some work and see what we can do. So that's when I really went like hard to like get super mass monster mode, you know, hit some real numbers and, you know, still maintain decent ab- abdominals and a waist, you know, not get like fat, like, you know, um, a lot of people, you know, do when they try to bulk up, you know, yeah. what's the point of getting fat, you know, it's not really bodybuilding to me. What's it like to get on a plane for you? Do you have to buy extra seat or like, can you fit on the plane? I was just on a plane a couple of days ago. I went to Cabo and um, it, it's just such a nightmare, bro. I hate it. <laughs> Luckily it was only a two, but I try not to travel as much as possible. You know, like I, I really try not to travel unless I really have to. What are some other unseen problems that maybe people don't realize or just unseen discomforts that people don't realize comes with the territory of being as large as you are? Oh, tying the shoes. Sure, that's a, oh Lord. Um, walking up and down steps, you know that that could be hard. Cardio's harder. Um, fucking can actually even be harder. Um, when you get too big, you know. Um, which is crazy, but yeah, that actually does happen. But you know, a lot of things kind of get a little harder. You know, I mean, that's why I kind of sometimes I look forward to these mini cuts I do. You know, it's nice to shred uh, shred up, uh, shut up a little bit. How much food do you have to eat to maintain this body weight? Well, right now, like I said, going through my injury, just four meals, you know, and a shake. But usually it's like five larger meals and a couple of shakes. You know, it's not a crazy difference. You know, sometimes I'll even do three meals right now. Like I said, I'm just um, just trying to push through till this injury is gone. Then once the injury, once I'm 100% back, you know, it's been nine months, bro. I'm, I'm ready. Like, let's go. You know, what about like, before, before you were hurt? Uh, what did you have to eat to, to, to really bulk up? And did you, um, did you count calories at all? No, I don't count calories. I count like carbohydrates and protein and, uh, you know, fat stuff like that. You know, I never really, um, counted my, um, calories, but, you know, I usually would do like a hundred, hundred, 150 grams of carbs a meal, depending on, you know, usually the pre and post workout meal were bigger. And you had six meals? what and you had six meals 
No, like four to five. Four to five. Yeah. And then, a, and then a couple shakes, too, with carbs. I can't do like six or seven meals. I've never done that in my life. Gotcha. Okay. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm curious because, like, obviously, you, you're probably the biggest bodybuilder we've, we've ever seen. Um, and you're holding a lot of weight, carrying a lot of muscle. Uh, do you ever do like any type of blood work just to, and, and just test to make sure everything or everything's going well? Because, you know, you got to wonder like holding that much muscle, like how, how like your health is, like, are you making sure that you're healthy? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, no, the answer is no, I never mind anything. Cause I, I know this isn't good, but I just recently changed that. Um, because I've been like, you know, I started hard, having harder time breathing, mm. um, get even more uncomfortable with the mass. So, um, I just started changing that. I went, um, I started having panic attacks out of nowhere. I think it was due to my injury. So I went to the ER and they did all my blood work. So I was forced to do it, you know? So I did that and they said, Craig, everything's pretty good for your size. Your kidneys need to be better. So I've been working on my kidneys now. I've been taking a lot of pills and um, watching the caffeine, not as much no energy drinks now. Like I've been watching that. So I've been on it really hard. And, um, actually yesterday, if you look at my Instagram story, I went and did my blood work again. So I'm going to find out today or tomorrow my results. So I am officially, officially now on the health, um, you know, taking care of my health better, um, and giving a, giving a damn now, because yes, I, I will admit I would never really, the only time I honestly, ever went and did checkups was Dr. Huge, but the, it was, he just wanted to compare us. Like it was for fun, you know, like who's more healthier, a 350 to 360 pound monster or a 230 pound Dr. Huge who takes everything in sight, you know? So <laughs> we, we would, you know, I would use that for him to get to check up on, you know, to do our checkups. But when we did it a long time ago, um, like I think it was like two years ago when I was like 360, 350, I was actually healthier than Dr. Huge if I donated blood. Um, if I didn't, he was healthier. So I went donated blood. So I was considered healthier than him, which is fucking crazy. Uh, but, you know, I'm excited to see how I'm doing this, um, this next time around. Like I said, I'll find out today or tomorrow my results and I'll share them on my Instagram. I'll let everyone know. Cause everyone's always like, when I go on Instagram live, they're always like, dude, how is your health at that size? And being that size for so long, I've been over 300 something pounds since 2010. So, you know, this isn't like I hit it, you know, like I've been this big for a while. So, um, you know, a lot of people always ask me too, like, do you plan on staying, you know, 350, 360, 370 much longer? And I'm like 37 now, you know, maybe by 40, 41, I'll just start kind of doing what Cutler did, just bring it down really lean, you know, but still super muscular, you know, maybe go the natty route, depending on how big I look, you know, I still think I could probably be like 270 natty, man, as crazy as it sounds, 280 even, it's, 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 or TRT, as crazy as that sounds, bro, you know? How do uh, kids react to you? Like if you go to like grocery store or the mall or something like you go out somewhere and you just like in a t-shirt or tank top or something like that. Um, I usually cover up for that reason. I don't like that stuff. Um, I went to a, I went in a Walmart one time. I'll never forget it. I wore a tank. I, I just came from the gym and I forgot my shirt. So I just went in the tank and an Asian woman just stopped dead in her tracks when she saw me, she was walking out and she stopped and I looked back and she's still there. Stopped. I was like, did this woman just literally like make a complete stop? She was so, <laughs> but she didn't like, she just was staying there. I was like, you okay? You know, like, um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, sometimes you get, you get the ca- the cameras out, people pointing fingers, you know, people coming up and getting a pick, um, you know, so I do get that. So 
I kind of try tend to like cover up more though for that reason, you know. This is fascinating to me because on one hand, mm-hmm. we're 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 all trying to get attention via social media or via these podcasts and things like that. But I guess it's like a particular kind of attention, I guess. And and in your case, building all this muscle mass, that's what you're known for. You're known for being the biggest bodybuilder in the world. Uh but then for some reason when you're faced with it, uh in situations that aren't bodybuilding or in situations where it's not fitness related, it makes you uncomfortable. No, I mean, I don't get uncomfortable. I just, you know, I, I get a little, I don't know. It's hard to explain. You know, I, I think it's cool. If someone wants a picture, um, sorry, one second. Hello. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. good. Sorry. Like, um, yeah. If somebody wants a picture or something. I think it's cool as hell. I'm like, hell yeah. You know, I get at the gym all the time too. Um, but, um, yeah, you know, um, I think it's cool. Just sometimes I get a little, you know, like, you know, it, it's really hard to explain. I, I get a little, not, I wouldn't want to say shy, but it's just like kind of like, whoa, okay, let's do this. And then, you know, I want to feel big and you know how it is being a meathead, you know? Mm. Kind of causes a scene in a way and you're you know, yes. not sure what you're going to deal with, maybe negative comments or something like that. Yeah, so it causes, that's what I was trying to say. It causes a scene. Everyone's looking like, why does people want pictures with this guy? That's kind of gives me a little, like, a little, like, mini anxiety i'm like whoa you know but um yeah you know i I never like say no to anybody even when i'm injured and i'm self-conscious you know i'm like okay just can we take a selfie (laughs) (laughs) can't do any out angling right now so outside of lifting did you like do you uh or when you were lifting do you do anything else like physically like do you do biking do you do anything else as far as your your like physical activity is concerned um Sorry, I was getting a phone call. Um, I am um, a musician and I uh, play metal. Um, I, uh, me and a friend right now, I just met him not too long ago. We just wrote um, a metal song, which I'm going to publish on my story probably oh. three or four days. And um, yeah, so I do music on the side. I'm not trying to be like, like, you know, touring or do any of that famous stuff or go on the road. But, you know, um, we write some really cool metal stuff. So I, that's like my side thing I like to do for fun besides bodybuilding. And then earlier you said that like being huge, um, makes cardio difficult. Um, how much cardio would you be doing when you were your biggest? And then how much are you doing now? I don't do any cardio. Um, <laughs> sex count. Yeah. Uh, yes. No. Okay. So I do a little cardio, just cardio, but, um, <laughs> uh, no, uh, not, not a lot of cardio right now. Um, I go for walks around my neighborhood, like, probably three, four times a week. So that is definitely considered cardio to me. Um, it's just not fast paced walk. Um, I'm going to start doing 15 to 20 minutes of cardio post train, possibly starting today. Um, I do need to bring that back for the health, but, um, you know, cardio has never really been in my vocabulary ever, you know, to be honest with you. Um, it's something that I do believe in. It's something I have my clients do even off season, I just need to get better with it myself. But you know, like when you hit, when you hit a rip, weight around 360, you're just very sluggish. You know, but that's something I do believe in and something you should be doing for your heart. How was the pandemic for you? Did it uh, affect you, you know, mentally, physically? How are you impacted by it? Um, no, um, it was fun. You know, I had, I had a good summer for sure. Um, it didn't really affect me. The, the money affected me too, the first two months, but then it went back to normal, you know. But yeah, the, the money because you know obviously you need gyms to, to do online coaching so right. i took a i took a bane but that was only like the first two or three months and then it went back to normal and you got covid as well right yes i did i got covid um not not a year ago actually wow 
last May. Yeah. How was, how was that for you? Was it like, uh, did you just a small cough and you were good or did you, uh, you kind of get knocked out for a little I'll, bit? Just, you know, like a flu. I lost taste too. Yeah. I don't know if I can necessarily ask this, but I'm curious. So you, you said that the, the, for the stuff that you take to get that big, you don't really take that much. What is not that much? Like, what, what does that um, look like? No, no, I mean, like, I don't really take that much now. Oh, I mean, um, before. Like, you know, I do take more when I'm trying to grow, but I don't take HGH or insulin, which is people find unbelievable. They're like, there's no way. I'm like, don't do it. No, um, it's more just the basics, man. You know, like the test, DECA, you know, stuff like that, you know, D-ball, whatever. Um, but no, I don't even do the insulin or, or HGH. I tried HGH once when I was competing and it was fake. And ever since then, I just never really had a desire to ever do that again. Just like, I don't want to fucking put fake crap in my fucking stomach. Did that cause anything? Um, what'd you say? I'm sorry. Did taking the fake HGH, like, did you get a reaction to anything? Like, like, or did it just like, everyone's like your hands will be numb and you'll, you'll get, you know, you'll get a bigger belly from uh, one second. I'm sorry. I got to put this on mute. My phone's blowing up. Um, okay. So there we go. So yeah. Um, no, I just didn't feel any of the side effects you're supposed to feel you know? And I was just like, I felt nothing. Um, it was just, it had to been garbage, man. There's no way. How do you advise, uh, in your coaching, how do you advise other people to get big? Cause you told us your story on how you got big, but it might be a little different on how you coach people since, uh, not everybody's a super freak like yourself. It all depends on how you look, man. If you come to me and you're fat, we got to do a different diet. If you come to me and you're lean. We got to do a different, it all depends on how you look. Everybody's different and everyone's metabolism is different, you know? So I got to feel everyone out the first couple of weeks, you know, at least to see what their metabolism's like, you know? Would you say you have a pretty high metabolism yourself? Like, are you? Um, in the beginning, yes, not so much anymore. Okay. Yeah. Are you able to lose weight pretty easily with that much muscle mass? <laughs> um, Nobody, nobody's, nobody's bodies are meant to be this heavy. The body will do anything it can um, to lose weight. So if I miss a meal or, you know, yeah, absolutely. I will drop dramatically. Yes. So interesting though. Like how, like, I mean, right now you're not, I guess you're, you're not eating as much as you were, but you're still holding on to so much weight, you know, and you're, you said you're 37, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's like, it's like, you, you know, it's not like you're. 25 or super young like you're you're not old i'm not calling you old but you'd expect that at that age maybe things would slow down a little bit but you're still holding on to all that muscle which is wild absolutely i'm honestly guys i i don't get it either um but i'm not mad because i want to be big so you know i'm just gonna go with it and be grateful who are some of your favorite bodybuilders um paul delette i always love paul delette um, I, I looked up to more taller bodybuilders because I'm 6'3", so I liked Paul Dillette a lot. Um, I liked uh, Gunther. You know, he was 6'2". Um, Tony Freeman was 6'3". Ronnie Coleman, Marcus Rule. I mean, they're a little shorter, but, you know, not everyone's going to be six. You know, there's only so many. You know, I liked, obviously, everyone like Jay Cutler. You know, I, I just liked more of the mass monsters, you know. Um, but the taller ones are what really caught my eye. And you live out in uh, Vegas now, right? Yes, I've been out here for like 14 years now. You get an opportunity to train with some of the bodybuilders that are there? I've looked at, yeah, I've looked at a few guys, um, pros, Cutler a couple times. Um, who else? Uh, 
like not really super known pros flex maybe once um he's over here now too um you know a couple other guys not 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 big names but you know that i have bb pros yeah i've looked with some guys have you been doing um like like mentally with your injury just because like every single time that i've gotten a major injury it really is like like i had to find something to get all my energy out because lifting was that thing for me so with your injury being like it's nine months now how's it been affecting you mentally have you been able to find something else that can kind of substitute like with lifting or how, how are you doing yeah, so I, this is my first injury, and I've been working out since 2003, so I've not been taking it good. Um, like I said, I started getting anxiety attacks over it, um, and they were really bad. I had to go to the ER. Um, I, thought, I, thought, I honestly was thought I was dying a few times, and it was all because of my injury. Um, just wondering, will this ever get better? Can I ever go back hard in the gym? Like It's d- definitely fucked with my mind. Um, but I, I've learned to surpass it now um, and become more grateful for everything else in my life. I have a lot of good things going on right now. So I told myself, Craig, stop being greedy, stop being selfish. You know, you got a fucking injury. You can't be, you know, at your best right now, but you know, be grateful for what you got, you know? So I've been, you know, really taking that into consideration and um, making life changes with that. But yeah, it's, it's been really hard. I mean, man, all I know my whole life is wake up, eat, go to the gym, get fucking huge, come home, get, eat just get huge all day let's get huge so when you can't do that and that's all you know it will fuck with your brain and apparently give you anxiety attack but <laughs> like i said I've, I've been overcoming it i'm i'm doing a lot better right now and i'm very grateful i love seeing the pranks that you pull and uh some of the some of the bullshit that you like to do i think that's a great uh side of your personality and it's a great way to treat social media sometimes but how do you deal with uh, criticism on social media? Do you, you know, tend to fall for the uh, negative comments or do you not pay any attention to them or uh, do you feed the trolls? How do you uh, go about doing it? I had dinner with Rich Piana um, a week before he passed away in Vegas. And um, I asked him the same thing because back then, you know, I didn't have, you know, close to a million followers. I was like at a hundred or 200 or something. And he was at a million. So I was like curious, like, bro, how do you deal with all the trolls? Like, I'm curious, you know, if I ever have to go that, if I ever get, you know, more bit, you know, more known in the industry, like how to deal with this shit. Cause back then, even if I got some kind of, you know, fuck with my head and he was like, you got to ignore this shit and you got to let them talk because the more they talk, the more your name comes up and the more your name comes up, the more views you get, the more views you get, the more money you're getting. So I'm like, okay, that makes sense. You know? So, um, yeah, you know, I kind of agree with what he said and yeah, now when I get paid, I, I'm good, bro. I, it doesn't bother me one bit. Like I look at what they look like and I'm like, yeah, I'd hate too. you know, I guess if you couldn't get fucked big, you know, but I mean, there's like, I really feel like, you know, there's really not too much. You can like really talk shit about I mean, Like, you know, it's not like I'm fat. Like I have a big ass belly or I have synthol arms. Everyone, I know, I know some people say that, but I'm, as you guys can see, my right arm is small. Like if I had synthol on it, it'd be massive still, you know? So, um, you know, I never touched that crap or, you know, I've never really done anything like to, to, be made laughed at, you know, I just am a bodybuilder that wanted to get really big off season. I think that's kind of cool, you know, that someone steps up and, you know, tries to push the limits of how big a human can get and still be somewhat aesthetic, you know, not just some sloppy mess. So, um, you know, I, I don't really understand why anyone would like want to talk shit, maybe because they're just like pissed off. They can't get big themselves and they got to, you know, take it out on somebody else. You know, that's the only thing I could think of. When you were going from like 150 to 250, did it ever like, 
you know, did you ever think about like, man, I'm actually probably going to do this for the rest of my life and like actually make money doing this? Like whatever th- that was, you know, like just becoming this mass monster. Um, did you ever consider like, oh shit, I'm probably never going to have to have a real job anymore? No, man, that was always my dream. So back in the day, I'm like, okay, the only way I can live the lifestyle I want is to be a, a top pro and sponsored by a supplement company that gives you like 200, 300 a year, you know, but those times have changed. Social media took over. You can make money on social media. That's how I make a living. So I honestly didn't really start making good money up until like two years ago. You know, it's kind of all new. I mean, I went from, I went from living in a condo and a Hummer to a year later buying 4,000 square foot home of uh, two cars, a Porsche. I'm about to get the new Escalade. Like, you know, like it all happened fast. You know, so, um, you know, like I, I'm very grateful that it happened, you know, it's, it's, it's all great to me, but it happened pretty quick. You know, I, I've been in the game for a while too. You know, I've been doing the bodybuilding things since the MySpace days, you know? So, um, you know, I, if anybody, you know, when they ask me, Craig, like, how did you do that? You know, you just got to fucking work, you know, post, post, post Instagram, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, whatever posts, like post your pictures, show your progress you know, and just keep on it. Like for me with my stories, you know, I have a whole system. I do goofy stuff, you know, then I do like buy my stuff, you know, like you gotta keep, you gotta keep everyone interested and not just be like, give me, give me, give me, you know, you gotta have a foundation, make them laugh, show some crazy training, you know, stuff. And then, um, you know, some freaky pictures, motivate them. And then, you know, try to get their attention and get them to order something, you know, and, um, push your line is what it is, you know? So that's, that's what I tell people, you know, just work hard, get your following up and, um, you know, you can make a decent living off the of social media. Do you think, uh, after you recover fully and you, you know, everything's good, is there ever a point that you ever think you'd step on the bodybuilding stage again, or it doesn't really, it hasn't, it, you don't feel like you'll do it. Never again. Never again. No, wow. I lost, I lost the ambition a very long time ago, man. I, I watched bodybuilding, um, you know, the Olympia, I'll watch the Olympia and I'll be like, wow they look great, but it's like nothing I'd want to look like again. You know, I just love being large and you know, I like being freaky big. I never, I'm just not like, Whoa, I want to be freaky 3% shredded anymore. You know, it's crazy. I lost, I lost the drive. I lost the ambition to want to be like that anymore. I lost it a long time ago. How do you make money off social media? If you don't mind me asking. Oh no, absolutely. Um, so my online coaching does really well. Um, you know, um, that's like 80% of my income. I would say 75, we'll say 75% of my income is the online coach. And I do really good. I mean, I have a lot of clients. Um, I get them almost daily. So, um, you know, I have a one month, a two month, a three month and a six month program. So obviously, you know, if I'm getting more of the three and sixes, you know, you're making good money, you know, but, um, I do that. And then I also, you know, I have a clothing line that does okay. Nothing crazy, you know, um, but it's there. And then I have, you know, I have a couple sponsors too, you know, that pay me um salary and commissions. So, you know, and then, um, you know, that's, it, it, it comes up being pretty good, pretty good money. So if somebody is kind of like, Hey, I want to follow the, uh, you know, the Craig Elias, uh, blueprint, we'll say, even though it's, it's impossible to be as big as you, <laughs> but somebody out there, they are like, okay, they're gaining some size. And you're like, you know what? Like, yeah, I do want to do this forever. I want this lifestyle. I want to be, you know, that sponsored athlete, or I want to be the one that coaches people that, you know, does all this. Um, so would you say it's just like mainly like that posting, like you said, to kind of gain some traction, or is there something else that people can be doing to try to focus or some, something else that they should be focusing on to try to kind of make that turn to where it's like, Oh wait, I don't have to go clock in today. I can actually just work on my own like brand, which is themselves. 
You know, um, back in the day, I would say it all matters about how you look, but you know, that, that, that changed too. You know, um, I see a lot of these little shredded guys, you know, gym shark dudes or whatever. And I'm just like, wow, they have a million followers. Holy cow. They're like, I see 20 of them in my gym every day. You know, um, there's nothing special at all. Um, so, you know, that is actually boggles my mind, but it's very true. You know, you, um, nowadays it's, I feel like it's luck too. You know, if you just, if you do really good posts and, um, you have really professional pictures, sorry, um, get blown up. Um, and you, and you have very professional pictures, you know, and you just land in the right time, the um, right place at the right time, you know, you can kill it too off social media, not even being like a IFBB pro or a mass monster, you know, just being aesthetic. You know, look at people like uh, Chris, is it Chris Cook? Steve Cook, Steve Cook, or, mm. you know, these guys with very, very average maintainable physiques, you know, like nothing crazy at all. You know, it's very in shape and they're killing it too, you know? Um, so it doesn't necessarily mean you have to be a mass monster, IPB pro, top IPB pro, you know, to make money off social media. You just got to be at the right place at the right time and make sure you're doing a lot of posts. Average maintainable shapes. Favorite. Steve Cook, favorite <laughs> ever on this podcast. Man, that oh hurts. god, that's great. Yeah, I wasn't. I'm not, I'm not trying to dog uh, Steve Cook at all. Ah, we understand. This because very, you know, it's 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 not like freaky or you know, it's something that he's not that be. big. It's okay. It's all right. Yeah. We get it. I love Steve that's Cook, but he's not that big. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Craig, how are you doing on time? Are you good? Because I know you had like some time uh, constraints. How's there? Is everything looking okay? Um, let me check. I think we should be okay, man. I, I, okay. Yeah, I don't. Um, let's, we could go a little longer for sure. Awesome. Well, then, okay. So for the uh, the slim gym like myself, um, you know, we were just talking before you got on about how I am slowly uh, gaining. Finally, after you know forever, it seems like of trying. But for someone like me. Um, I look at somebody like you, I'm just like, well, obviously, you know, there's genetics, there's maybe some anabolics mixed in there, although you did gain a shit ton of weight naturally. Um, but how can I buy into Craig's methods as far as, you know, like, well, you know, like, hey, this is how you should do it because this is how I did. It. I don't know if that's how you say it, but, you know, it's, it's hard for someone like me to see you and be like, I can replicate that. D- does that make sense? Um, I, I'm not gonna lie. I got a little lost. Are you, are you trying to say how does someone hit me up to want to get big? Yeah, because if I look at you, I feel like it's going to be really hard for me to follow in your footsteps because I'm not built the same way. So how basically I'm asking like for a, um, you know, let, let's hear like a bit of a commercial as to why somebody should hire you if they're having a hard time gaining weight because they look nothing like you. Yeah, no, um, absolutely. So, you know, if someone comes to me, they're like, Craig, I want to put on 20, 30 pounds. Can you help? I mean, absolutely. You know, I put on 200 pounds, you know, since day one. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, basically how it works is I need to see what they look like. It all matters how you look. Some people are leaner. Some people are a lot fatter. And yes, I will get clients that are bulky and want to get bigger. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, you should probably cut, but that's not my say. So I'm here to help what your goal is. So if you want to get bigger, we just got to work harder. You know, so like I said, it all depends on how you look, man. But, you know, everybody, everyone's also different. So, you know, if you send me a picture and you're having a belly, you know, I'd honestly recommend cutting and then going into a clean bulk after. But sometimes people just want to get huge. Don't blame them. It's more fun. And uh, we just got to work harder. We got to try to get bigger and cut the belly, you know. So everyone's different. It all matters about how you look. 
And the macros as well will change considering how um, your body works with the diet. That's so shocking to me, though, hearing that, because I, I didn't even kind of think about that. But you were an adult at 150, and you pretty much just gained another human. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, God, damn, that's hey, insane. You want to hear something even scarier? I think I'm leaner. I think I was leaner at 350 than I was at 150. That's what scares me. You know, like when I first started out, I didn't really have abs. I was just really skinny, you know? So it's kind of fucking crazy how you can get that bigger and get leaner. It's, it's pretty crazy, but you know, it was a journey, man. It didn't happen overnight. You know, like I said, I walked into the gym in 2003 and, um, you know, um, it's been a journey, man, you know, you know, just trying to get big and better, bigger and better, bigger and better every year. A serious question. Do you have a plan of like uh, continuing on that genetic line? Because we can't lose it with you. We, we need, you know, there needs to be other gen. You need to freeze it or something. something (laughs) Freeze that that shit. Reproduce, (laughs) man. Like that's some crazy stuff. Are you telling me, were you telling me that um, I should keep on getting huge or should I have kids? I was children. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'll probably have children, but like not anytime soon. Maybe like in my, Maybe like 42, 44, 45. Like Michael Hearn had one at 50. So, like, but I do eventually. Yeah, I do. I would like a kid or two for sure. Eating that amount of food and, uh, you know, changing diets and shifting gears here and there with the different amounts of food that you've eaten over the years. I would imagine you must have a poop story for us. <laughs> we like to get poop stories from people. So if you got one for us, hit us, hit us up with it. A poop story? Um, Damn, honestly, man, I, I really don't. I, I, I will say it's harder to wipe my ass. Is that a <laughs> It's pretty hard. Didn't know I if you really had have a, any sort of emergency a, emergency poop story, but if you ain't got one, it's no big deal. Yeah, no, never, never shit my pants squatting or nothing. No, <clears> I'm pretty good, bro. Lucky bastard. Man, you got a clean record. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly record, yeah. You got anything in particular coming up? Um... Nothing really, man. Um, I'd like to do YouTube. I'm, I'm trying to get the YouTube train going. I want to start putting out some YouTube videos. So I'm about to do one of those. I'm going to do one probably on my crib. You know, a lot of people want to see my house because I remodeled the whole fucking house in a year. It took a year. So everybody wants to see like the tour. So I might do a YouTube video with that. Um, you know, and maybe, you know, once I'm healed, you know, uh, you know, we'll do something like road to 375 or something. We'll see or you know, when I go to get big one more time and then we'll go into a cut, you know, we'll, we'll start, um, you know, doing more of the YouTube stuff, I think, and showing the world, you know, more about my lifestyle and how I do it, and, you know, all that stuff as well. More of my lifestyle stuff too. get um, those pranks going. That, did you guys, um, did you guys, did you guys see my pranks? I did when I was in Cabo the last week, man, I got some fucking epic ones. dude. So what happened was, I did a couple of funny videos on um, board in Cabo with the waiters. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one was a salad. I'm like, they're going to get me huge. And I, you know, <laughs> post his face. And he's just like, you know, so um, I noticed when I did those in Cabo, my views tripled. So I'm like, whoa. So, you know, views are what we want, especially when you're in my game. So dude, I just literally the whole next four days, I just made all goofy shit and, you know, it was a really good idea for me. You know, everything, you know, a lot of people were laughing. I was getting more followers, more sales. So um, I did some really, I don't know if you guys caught it, but I got some really good shit when I was in Cabo. 
check that out. Yeah, no, uh, after we were texting, I went and checked out your stories. And just the, the funny thing for me was just the reaction of people's faces because not only is like a phone in their face, but it's like this giant's phone is in their face. And it's like, what the fuck are they going to do? You know, like, <laughs> it's just, see, it was so funny seeing them caught so far off guard. Yeah, I, um, before Corona, I used to do a lot of the comedy stuff, you know, I'm going up to people at Walmart, um, you know, asking them what's going to get me huge, um, you know, and the reactions of their faces were always priceless and people would just die laughing. You know, there's a time where I was throwing like water bottles into people's carts when they weren't looking, just <laughs> dumb shit, dude, really dumb shit. And people loved, but people loved it. So I just kept on going, um, you know, going to drive throughs and asking what they recommend to get me huge. And people are just like, with what? I'm like going to Starbucks. Hey, what do you recommend to get me huge? You know, um, I just posted one the other day. It was, it was an epic one. I, I went to Starbucks. I said, Hey, uh, is that pumpkin cold brew going to get me huge? And then the guy says, uh, one second, let me check. I was like, all right. <laughs> so, you know, people love that shit. You know what I mean? So if you guys are looking for some funny shit too, man, definitely follow my stories. Um, I like to keep people entertained and laughing, you know, um, as well as just, you know, motivating to get big. You know, I try to hit, I try to hit everybody with aspects of everything. You know, I can play music. I can make you laugh. I can motivate you to get huge. I try to do it all, you know. Thanks for your time today. We really appreciate it. And it uh, looks like you're doing a good job getting huge. And hopefully uh, you recover well from the, the injury that you have. Hey, I appreciate you um, guys having me on. Um, I saw Bigger, Faster, Stronger. Um in the movies, in the movie theater, and oh, I, awesome. I took a girl eight. I was like, she's like, um, she's like, want to go to the movies? I'm like, yeah, we're gonna go see Bigger, Faster, Stronger. <laughs> she's like, what's that? I'm like, it's gonna be good. We're going. So yeah. that was like 2009. I was prepping for the USA's too. I remember that. So that was so cool. I thought that was, and I watched it like probably a couple months ago. Again, you know, it's just a really good movie. So I want to congratulate you on that too. You know, I mean, that's still to this day is an epic movie. Thank you. Appreciate it. And where can people find you? Where can people find me? Yep. Um, Instagram, C-R-A-I-G-G-O-L-I-A-S. Awesome, man. Have a great rest of your day. See you. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Huge. Getting huge. It looks like he's done it. Yeah. He (laughs) he has achieved it. He's one of those guys at the gym where you're like, you could go home because mm-hmm. I think you already accomplished you're whatever. Done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, you hear people say that, like when they look at some people, big people, <laughs> you're like, "Oh no, nah, you should go home. Why are you here?" He literally doesn't. There is no need. <laughs> like we need to be in the gym. Him? No, just stop. <laughs> <laughs> Wild, dude. Oh my gosh! And the fact that, bro, the fact that, like, okay, yeah, he took some stuff, but like, he's just a hyper responder. That's so crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm glad he's like checking his blood work and stuff and now now doing that because, yeah, that that that's awesome. But woo, that's crazy. I like hearing stories like that because there's just so many people that they always want to talk about the steroid side of things. And obviously, like we said earlier, and Craig mentioned it himself, um, that he utilizes performance enhancing drugs. So we're not saying that he's natural, but he was also able to respond really, really quickly to just some regular strength training. And not even really being on any particular diet. Mm-hmm. And there's, that's, that's been my argument, you know, kind of all along. I'm like, look at my dad. He's five, two, <laughs> you know, five, three. Um, I got, you know, genetics from him and genetics from my mom. And like, they're, they're just, the genetics aren't bad, 
but they're not overwhelmingly amazing, you know, in particular for uh, lifting or anything like that. And maybe I think from a young age, I was able to lift a little bit more than some of my friends and stuff. And I think that had to do with body weight and structure. And so, of course, uh, genetics played into that. So I started off a little further ahead, but everyone just wants to. And even when I was a kid and started lifting, as soon as I started lifting, I responded pretty good. Nothing like him. Uh, I responded pretty good. And as soon as I started like bench three plates and things like that, everybody thought I was on steroids. I'm like 16 years old or 15 years old or whatever I was. I don't even remember. But so I think it's good to hear more stories like this because everyone right away, as soon as somebody does something spectacular physically, everyone's like, oh, my God, he's on the juice. <laughs> yeah. And then the, you know, the the other thing also is, you know, think less. You know, like, oh, how many, you know, what was your calories? Like, how much were you taking? Da, 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 da. And he's just like, I don't know. I just ate to get huge. You know, I lifted to get huge and I only took a little bit of stuff after I already got pretty fucking big. You know, it's like, wow, dude, like you want to break this guy down and figure out like, okay, what exactly? How did you, what did you? And he's just like, I just got huge. All right. Simple enough, right? <laughs> you know, that like the, the, the amount of people that need to, I guess, just ask so many questions before just trying something is, is crazy. I mean, like I, I posted a video about the pistol grip that we talked about yesterday. Right. Mm -hmm. And there's this comment that was like, this guy post, uh, tagged another coach to ask if this was actually correct to get more lat activation. I was just like, how about you just go to the gym and pull on a machine and see how your lats feel. Right. Why are you waiting for somebody else's permission to mm -hmm. see how something feels for yourself? You know? So that's just like, just go do some shit, yo. Like, just, mm -hmm. just go do it. He kept it Think super less. simple. Yeah. Uh, train uh, each body part one time per week. Um, he mentioned doing a couple of sets. Sounds like he just goes exponentially a little bit heavier after he's after he warms up. Doesn't sound like he does a ton of sets. Does mm -hmm. three or four. Moves on. Uh, and when he wants to get big, he eats more. When he wants to weigh less, he eats a little less. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it, we can make all this as complicated as we want and we can get into the weeds and we've had many doctors on the show uh, who talk about your mitochondria and your cells and like all that stuff. <laughs> it's, it can be important. I mean, it has its, it has its place, uh, but for something as simple as being big or being lean, you don't really need to know those things. Those things are, um, they're not high on the list in terms of things that you uh, might need to know. Yeah. In order to advance, like you just, you don't need to know that you don't even know, you know, you don't need to necessarily know what happens to your fat when you burn it off. You don't need to know where it goes or how it's excreted or where it goes. You know, uh, you don't need to know the molecular structure of your fat cells or of your muscles or like, we, you know, it's again, sometimes it's beneficial to know those things or to utilize resources that know some of this stuff, but you just need to know that if you're trying to lose weight, you need to figure out a way each and every day to eat a little bit less than you probably currently are. If you are heavier than you'd like to be. And if you're trying to get big, if you're trying to get big or strong, you know, I think people forget that. Like what, what should I do for my, you know, what should I do for my shoulders or what should I do for this? What should I do for that? It's like, well, the first thing is you might want to get into a caloric surplus because that's going to make getting bigger easier. Mm-hmm doesn't have to be a lot. It doesn't have to be like a couple thousand calories worth. You don't have to get fat over it, but it probably would help if you had a little more ammunition, a little more fuel. Yeah. It, it really can, it can be very simple. It reminds me of like Andre Milanichev. 
when he was talking about the squat, it's a very simple movement. Just squat, like go down, come up, squat and do it more and fix things that feel kind of abnormal. Like that literally that's like when you get to a place where you're hicking up a little bit, have a little hiccup, change it, try it for a few weeks, see how it goes. Might work well. It's think less, (laughs) think less, but Craig's hilarious. Like, man, like (laughs) he was like, can you tell me how to get huge? Like, just the way you're saying that shit. I gotta watch those videos, man. Cause that, that sounds so fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Killed Steve Cook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these average physiques. <laughs> fucking Steve Cook. <laughs> There's like 20 of them in the gym. <laughs> Fuck. Steve oh, Cook okay. looks amazing. He does. I'm that's not an easy body to maintain. <laughs> well, when you're probably like three of them. Yeah, no. you're right. <laughs> He's true. like, you only got to be right. one? Like, I'm already three. <laughs> he's literally Hulk, bro. Like, you know, there's the Avengers and Hulk's like the biggest and strongest. Like, mm-hmm. he's literally Hulk just looking at all these puny mortals trying to be fucking <laughs> heroes. He's like, I could smash all y'all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Take us on out of here, Andrew. I will. Thank you, everybody, for checking out today's episode. Please make sure you're following the podcast at Mark Bell's Power Project on Instagram. Did you make it? Nope, you missed. At Mark Bell's Power Project on Instagram, at MB Power Project on TikTok and Twitter. My Instagram and Twitter is at I am Andrew Z and Seema. Where are you at? And Seema Inyang on Instagram and YouTube. Try and Seema Inyang on. Oh, Still something in here, but it's all good. Oh, no. It's all good. <laughs> should, I, should I get the camera ready? And Seema Inyang on TikTok and Twitter. Oh, oh, <laughs> and it spilled. It was, was all, there, it was online. Was there still more in there? Yes. <laughs> oh, not too bad. I was just trying to help you to be able to have a better weight to throw. I don't know. I don't know what I was doing. Sorry. Empty. Yes! Oh, okay. We got to end end the show. Let's end the show. Broke the trash can. At Mark Smilly, though. Strength is never a weakness. Weakness is never strength. Catch you guys later.